So picking up again on the issue of land, and uh, I, I think I recounted my experiences uh, when we lived somewhere that was supposed to have been an ideal forever after home and ended up for me being the hugest, biggest, <laughs> most glaring nightmare of my life uh, to the extent that even visiting my sister in that house, sometimes I stick a bit out of me. She, she's always saying, oh, you guys never come to see me at home. And I, I think to myself, I, I don't want to come there. The memories I have of that place really are not worth it. So if if she is going to stay there, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'd love her and I would love to visit, but not as long as she's in that house. So anyway, the reason <clears throat> I brought this up was, of course, because we were talking about land and how it is a very divisive issue. In this country. Um, my mom, like I mentioned earlier on, was a lady that, you know, was into investing. And she made sure that we had quite a number of um, homes, so to speak, and investments that she had in the way of land. But then uh, after those experiences that I recounted last time, unfortunately, my parents got divorced. Uh, maybe not divorce in court, but they got separated. It, it, it was a separation that was just as good as divorce because there was no intention of any reconciliation after that. And unfortunately, by the time that was happening, uh, my dad decided he was going to start selling off all the parcels of land and some of the homes that they already owned jointly with my mom. Which which is really sad because by then my mom was sort of incapacitated. She had cancer. Uh, was not able to ably fight him, whether in a court of law or in any other form. And he uh, did take advantage of that and, uh, you know, go ahead to begin to sell off the properties that they jointly owned, having taken off on another wife by that time. So, you know, he was selling off property, he was selling off houses and land um, to benefit himself and his new wife. Uh Suffice it to say that we ended up with almost everything that my mother had ever invested in. And and we're not talking two or three properties. We're talking over 10, maybe even more properties that they ended up all getting sold um, in spite of caveats, in spite of uh, trying to make sure that these things did not happen in whichever way we could. Our children that we, you know, that thought we had a legal uh, claim to whatever it is that my mother owned. Um, it just didn't work out. Uh, this country is driven by corruption, unfortunately. This country is driven by um, people who do not mind getting paid to look the other way. And so we, over the years, have ended up losing quite a lot of what my mother was investing in and putting aside for her children. And this, unfortunately, happened through my father. And I don't say this to, you know, point fingers at him or whatever. If he's doing this because he thought it was going to benefit him in some way or because he was under pressure to do it or whatever. Um, I always say at the end of the day, you don't know what people's motivation is for the things that they do. Um, you you might see something like this happening and think, oh, you know, he's being mean or he's being unfair or whatever. 
But then you don't know the other side of the story. And that's what I always say. You've got to listen to the two sides of the story. And of course, in between all of it is the actual truth. Um, I'm not bitter about the things that have happened because I'm one of those fatalists that say, you know, que sera, sera. Um, if this was going to be the way that it's, it's ended up being, it was going to be the way that it's ended up being. And there's nothing that I can do to change that. Um, but now we're at the point um, in our adulthood. And when I say our adulthood, I don't just mean we're over 18. I mean we're in our 30s and in our 40s, where we feel a little bit of need to fight for some of my mother's legacy because now there's two homes that um, are still in danger of being sold off, are still in danger of being lost to us. That The only thing that has allowed us to hold on to them it's actually because my siblings live in them. Like I mentioned in my previous one, uh, one, of the si- one of the properties has my sister living in it um, now for a couple of years. And the other one has another sister and two of my brothers having lived in it now for uh, more than, more than, more than uh, 18 years. We're probably talking 20 years that they've been there. So even when you look at the law of the land, by virtue of the fact that they've occupied the properties for this long, they are sort of legally entitled to being the owners. But that hasn't prevented my um, father trying to sell them off still, even at this point, after everything that he's sold off. Um, And I'll I'll just stop here to say that uh, when my mom passed on, we didn't know where to bury her. And I remember my grandfather, that's my mom's, dad saying you know this this uh husband that she has if he wants to bury her let's give him an opportunity to bury her even if they've been estranged if he's interested in burying her we're just going to send word to him and see if that's what his interest is if it is he'll bury her if he doesn't want to my grandfather said i'll bury her as my own child uh, because that's tradition So, you know, emissaries were sent and, you know, he said, oh, you know, this is my wife, I'm going to bury her. And he buried her in his ancestral home. (laughs) Only for him, a couple of years later, without our knowledge and without any heads up or giving us any sort of indication that this is what he intended to do, he sells off the ancestral land. And we're talking about the land that was given to him by his father. The land on which my grandmother, his own mother, is buried. The land on which my mother, his wife, is buried. He sold off the land. No indication whatsoever that he was going to do this. So we only learned about it probably um, a couple of months or a year after the transaction had taken place. And somebody else, of course, was already there. Uh, Which, of course, means that he probably took out my mother's grave, you know, her tombstone, um, so that the person buying the land would be buying the land, not thinking that it was ancestral. And even if they thought it was ancestral, knowing that there was no actual, you know, like burial ground or cemetery or whatever that was associated with that land. And like I said, we found out about this much, much later. And so in the interim after that, he's been very keen on selling off everything that he ever co-owned with my mother. If I was to say that I know what the genesis is of all of this, I would be lying because he's a man that a few years after my mother had been dead was very um, vocal and said that he had undervalued his wife. 
that's my mother, that if he had known um, what he was throwing away, he would not have done so. And he went on to say that if he knew today that my mother was living in, I don't know, Asia or Europe or even America, even if he doesn't have the money to be able to pay that airfare, he would actually backpack it all the way to another continent just to find her. And you know, you hear parents saying something like this and you think, oh, this is so deep. But that's just talk because at the end of the day, um, for him to sell off his legacy like that, to even stand up in court when, you know, some of my siblings decided that they were going to sue him for selling the ancestral land. And in that court case, he stood up in court and he said, I do not have any children besides the ones that he has with his new wife. So essentially saying that he does not know us, he does not recognize us, and there's six of us. Six of us, my people, the children of my mother. And he said, I do not know these people, I do not recognize them. Um, I don't want to say that sounds sad, but you know, um, the, the more you live your life out in this world, the more nothing surprises you. And it's just an indication of how far people would go to benefit themselves in the way of land, in the way of property, in the way of enriching themselves. So we've, uh, we, are, we are at the point where we are trying to ensure that he doesn't sell off these two pieces of property that my siblings live on. Whether it's going to be successful or not, at this point I do not know and I cannot tell. Uh, all I can say is that we are trying to do what we can. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I keep saying to my siblings, if it doesn't work out, you know what? You've got your hands, you've got your feet, you've got your brain. Do what it is that you need to do to acquire property of your own. So I'll leave you on that note. You all take care. Bye-bye.